Listening to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie every Friday here on 11:50 a.m. KKNW. I'll be introducing you to fascinating people, fun places to visit, and activities that are guaranteed to lift your spirits. And today I'm on location on beautiful Woodby Island, and I would like to bring on Chuck Pettis. Good morning, Chuck. Good morning, Dina Marie. So you were on the show. Gosh, it might have been a year and a half ago. Um, I want to first talk about who you are. So uh, you have written a book. Tell us about your book. I've written a book called Secrets of Sacred Space. Uh, It was a 20-year project to figure out what are the techniques and the ways that people used in the ancient times and can use in modern times to create places of power. Uh, It is uh, a compilation of the secret teachings of sacred space. And... um, I'm very happy to have a sculpture garden of sacred spaces at Earth Sanctuary. So what inspired you to write the book? Well, back in the mid-70s, I visited England. The first place we went was um, Oxford and the Rollwright Stone Circle. And when I walked into the Rollwright Stone Circle, I kind of got spiritually stoned. And I went into the center of the Stone Circle and started meditating, and I went deeper, faster, and it was clearly having an uplifting effect on my consciousness. Uh, when other people went into the stone circle, I could see them change. The One couple brought a dog in and the dog started freaking out. They had to take the dog out of the stone circle. So I have a degree in psychology, a degree in uh, design, and I decided I would figure out how to make a place of spiritual power. So in 1977, at the Foundation of Light in Ithaca, New York, we built the Ellis Hollow Stone Circle, which is the first stone circle in modern history built on uh, ley lines and earth energies in the same way that the ancients built their sacred spaces. And we were talking before we started, and you said as a child, nature was really, really important to you? Yeah, so I grew up in Ithaca, New York. Uh, Ithaca is uh, one of the most wonderful towns, actually, I think, in America. It's in the Finger Lakes region, so it has a beautiful lake and beautiful scenery. Uh, Back in those days, kids could roam wild uh, without any parental supervision, which my sister and I took good advantage of. And so uh, we would leave, and in the summer I would leave and go fishing and be gone all day, or my mom would drop me off at a state park and I'd pick me up at the end of the day. I was in Boy Scouts, so we did overnights every month of the year, so I got to really love being in the outdoors. And that's one of the main reasons that I'm in Seattle, is because of the beautiful mountains, the hiking, uh, the scenery, and the beautiful culture we have here. Puget Sound is, well, now the Salish Sea, Puget Sound, but right now we're looking at Port Townsend. We can see this, uh, what what bay is this? Well, this is the uh, entrance to uh, the Seattle and Tacoma um, seaport. This is how all the ships come in and out. So we're looking across the way to Port Townsend, but the Olympic Mountains, and we see all these amazing ships and tankers and carriers and submarines, and it's a very beautiful location. And when I was a child, nature was everything. My uh, aunt lived on uh, Tulalip. It's the Tulalip tribe, but uh, 
I was down there with really there was nobody there. It was just me on the beach and a bunch of dogs, you know, and I'd adopt them and bring them back to my aunt's house. But I fell in love with the Puget Sound and, and the salt water and the logs and, and the rocks. I'm a rock hound. But also uh, later on, I read a lot of books and I too, I was meditating. So I started meditating. I did it for 10 years every time my kids took a nap. So that was my, my training, and I call it your higher chakras, but to that connection to something bigger than yourself. And it started directing my life, and I always kind of felt like I had the answers, and my life went really well when I listened to that voice. Good. And so meditation also was part of your, your life inspiration. True. And it changed you? Well, it certainly helps me make a, me a somewhat better person, that's for sure. My wife, Claudia, is very supportive, and uh, it's a key cornerstone of my life. And that, that quiet time and that solitude, uh, sometimes I do have to go out and do a lot of things and drive in traffic, and I get home and I feel a little lost. And so every time I stop, I live on Camino, and go sit by the beach, look at Mother Nature, watch the sun go down, I get perspective, and then I feel like the light goes back on. And then I can make better decisions, and I think, you know, right now everyone's speeding up so quickly and they're not stopping and they're not refueling and they're not getting that perspective that it's kind of, I think it's making a mess <laughs> because it's really, at this time of year, it's really hard for me to watch people I know and love spending a lot of money on things that they don't really need and stressing out about getting to work and then they're sick, but then they have the big family gathering. And so I, I've been out and about for the last week visiting all my beautiful friends and I have to take off. I literally go and find some place for an hour, wherever there's trees, and be by myself so I can be in this huge group of people with their cell phones and their big screen TVs. And But I just, it's, a, it's not a secret because it's really about nature and getting back to it. Uh, nature is very important. Being in a forest is actually very rejuvenating and uh, good for you physiologically and psychologically. And now they're calling it forest bathing, forest bathing. Exactly. I call it walking in the woods. But So it was uh, Sherry Wyatt, Island County Tourism, about two years ago said, you have to meet Chuck. And I said, okay. So I kind of reached out to you, but it didn't work out for a little bit. But one day I took a drive and I saw the Earth Sanctuary. And I went in there and I was um, in heaven. And you have everything to do with that. Uh, that's my sculpture garden of sacred spaces. Uh, I believe that as a human being, we need to do as much as we can to make the world a better place and to uh, do what we can to make other people happy and to give them an opportunity to have positive, uplifting experiences. That's what Earth Sanctuary is all about. And because I work for Island County and I was with Sherry once a month, I'd come by and I always saw the sign and I was always in a hurry and I never stopped. You know, and, and now I'm kicking myself because... Again, I was like on the treadmill with everybody else getting on that ferry or getting home. But just an hour just to stop and go there. And I think that might have been where I kind of was mad at myself. Because I do it on Camino. But can I do it when I'm out and about? Like in Mukilteo, I go to Mukilteo. I found at least five or six beautiful places to go hike in the woods. Edmonds, uh, Redmond. I, I keep find. I make myself find uh, Lord Hill. That was a beautiful place. I did get lost. <laughs> had to get a ride back to my car. But anyways, I got lost in the woods. But that wasn't a bad day. That was a good day. So it was that one day I, I did make myself pull over Earth Sanctuary because Sherry Wyatt told me about you. And again, it was one of the most 
amazing places that I almost thought it was like a multiverse, like only certain people would find it that day because I kept driving by it because I was always in a hurry. So what inspired you to, to put that all together and when did you start that? Uh, I started it in 2000. I started it for several reasons. I, I'm in the marketing branding business, so I've done a lot of branding work for our nonprofit environmental groups. So I know all the stuff that's being done now to harm the environment, and we need to protect the environment for future generations. So at Earth Sanctuary, we put together a 500-year plan to return the property to a mature old-growth forest. So far, we planted 3,300 trees, 15,000 native plants, and we're just starting a Earth Sanctuary Memorial Tree Program to enable people to uh, find a tree for a loved one who's passed away or to give a tree for someone as a gift or someone who just like to support more trees being planted to uh, fill up Earth Sanctuary with a wide variety of wonderful species of trees. Well, and then my second time back, you met me and you toured me and my friend Gail Pickin and you actually do that for people. You, you go out there and give tours? I give tours on request. Uh, it's on the earthsanctuary.org website and uh, if people are interested then I'll meet with them and I'll give them a tour. I do charge for it and uh, I do one most popular tour I give is a meditation tour where I teach uh, several calm abiding meditation techniques and certainly by the time they're done there everybody's very peaceful and calm. And that's what you did for us and actually a little bit later in the show I want you to do a couple for us because they were short and sweet and so simple and you had us go into one of the, the sculptures and then you led the meditation and it was, um, I liked it. <laughs> I liked it a lot because you don't know how much you think and you don't listen to your breathing and because of those uh, techniques, I still use them. I really liked right. them and they were short and sweet. So a little bit on the, later on the show, you're gonna have, do you do a few of them? But the Earth Sanctuary is uh, Langley, Washington it is, what's that road that goes right by? Newman Road. Yeah, and that's so, the one that takes you to the ferry. Yeah, uh, so Newman Road is 2059 Newman Road. There's also an entrance on Emo Road, 5536 Emo Road, but all the directions are on the website and it's easy to find. And when you get there, it's $7, which is, yes, give more if you can, because that's why we, that's what we really want is promote people giving to causes that are making a difference, whether it's the $7 or even directly to you donating. Um, and no dogs. Thank you. That's another thing we need to remember. Yeah, all the money goes back into Earth Sanctuary. I don't take any income out of Earth Sanctuary. And if you, when you first get there, you park, but there's a three or four paths you can take, I think three. There are two miles of trails. There are uh, several tour guides with maps and descriptions. So there's a naturalist tour guide, a sculpture garden tour guide, a sacred space tour guide. So whatever you're interested in, they're there to help you if you'd like to do a self-guided tour. And every time I go, I find something different. Like I stumbled on the medicine wheel, uh, I think last summer when I was here. And then there's certain places, like you said, no phot photographs. I, I love the fact that it's, you, you go in there and you really don't want to be a photographer. You really don't want to be on your phone. What you want to do is just be. Yeah, we, the only uh, sacred space where photos aren't allowed is the Native American medicine wheel. Other than that, people are welcome to take photos if they would like to. Yes, and the I've got some beautiful pictures of animals, and it's just, it's just gorgeous. And after the break, I'm going to have you talk about some of the structures and sculptures on the land. You're listening to Lift Your Spirits. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Set your intention. 
Aloha! Join me, Dina Marie, on the island of Kauai. Let me be a tour guide for your spirit and a travel agent for your soul. You'll receive daily healing sessions and experience fun, interactive outings to some of my favorite places, sacred sites, secluded beaches, and sunrises that will lift your spirits. Go beyond the tour spots, meet fascinating locals, and leave with amazing memories. Retreats are based on your schedule and budget. For more information, visit liftyourspiritswithdinamarie.com. Roy Holman of Holman Health Connections has been leading fun heart-centered retreats to Bali, Mexico, Hawaii, Costa Rica, Sedona, and here in Washington for over 10 years. Along with the meditative, body-friendly yoga, his retreats include a variety of options, such as hiking, chanting, snorkeling, oneness trainings, and blessings. More than half of his retreat guests return for a second or third adventure. For more information on Roy's many retreats, yoga classes, and workshops, please go to HolmanHealthConnections.com. That's H-O-L-M-A-N HealthConnections.com. Or call 425-303-8150. That's 425-303-8150. Celebrate the winter solstice in Seattle. The Big Psychic Fair is coming to Kula Movement in Ballard. December 21st and 22nd, there will be 20-plus metaphysical readers and body workers offering 20-minute readings for just $20. Yule activities and Santa Claus photos with the famous wizard and Oberon Zell for all ages Saturday at Bergen Place Park from 3 to 5 p.m. Admission is free. For more event details, visit seattlepsychicsassociation.com. Talk radio that will get you thinking. Alternative Talk, 1150. Welcome back. You're listening to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie. Beautiful December here on Woodby Island on location with Chuck Pettis from their sanctuary. Yay. So give everybody a guided tour in their mind's eye. Paint them a picture of how beautiful it really is. Uh, well, the, uh, when people arrive at the Newman Road parking area, the first place I recommend people go is the Dolmen. The Dolmen is a megalithic structure. It's like a cave. It's like a womb. Uh, a woman came recently with... Uh, her boyfriend or partner and she was pregnant and she went into the dolmen and just felt incredible motherhood feeling. She said she almost had her baby in the dolmen. Uh, earlier this year, uh, a man proposed to his fiancee to become his wife and she said yes. Uh, then I'd like to take people to the labyrinth. Uh, it's a three circuit labyrinth so it's a really easy labyrinth to walk in and out and it's also by the middle pond which has lots of ducks and birds. Uh, then there's the Cottonwood Stone Circle, one of the largest, tallest stone circles in the world. There's the Native American medicine wheel uh, done by Klaush of the Nutshanuk tribe. Uh, there is the Fenstone Circle, a small stone circle. Uh, the gray whale medicine wheel that's based around a baby gray whale skull and ceremony done by Klaush. Uh, there's the Buddha stupa and there's a variety of sculptures like the infinite tower and fails of reality and uh, other sculptors that are scattered around the property and the bird watching is amazing because every time i go it's it's different and it's so it's so quiet but uh the, the prayer wheels 
Yeah, so there are over, there are 80 species of birds that have been identified um, as being on Earth Sanctuary, most of which apparently are breeding on the property. Um, and so it's a beautiful place for bird watching. And what was your other question? Well, well and for me, I'm, I'm just going back because I, I came here winter, summer, spring, and fall. So it's always different. It's always beautiful. Uh, like I've been going to Kauai for uh, years, but I go at different times of the year. So you, there are different plants. That, there, there's seasons in Kauai and we have them, but people aren't taking notice. So certain things grow at certain times. And like just today, it's winter time. So you see so much more than you can in the spring when it's all green and it, uh, the, the birds are coming through. And then I just find that if you could take a whole year to go visit something like the Earth Sanctuary and just pay attention to the seasons, how amazing it is because you will see every day is a different view. And then you realize every day is a different day. I and mean, we're always changing, but I think sometimes people have the same job and the same house and the same this and this and that. So what I've learned by going through the Earth Sanctuary, because I visit quite a bit, is that it's seasonal. It's very seasonal. Uh, what I like in the winter are the tree frogs and the great horned owls and the barred owls hooting. Uh, there are easily well over 100 ducks at their at the Earth Sanctuary right now, including some hooded megansers. Uh, uh, the beavers are still there, and uh, deer and rabbits, and uh, it's a, just a wonderful place in the winter. I love it in the winter. It's quiet, and there are fewer people, so it's a great place and time to visit. And the last three hikes I've done in the last couple weeks, frogs. It's my first time I've ever noticed frogs at this time of year, and they're doing what? They're croaking probably for mates. <laughs> okay, because I know in the springtime it's like. Bing, I'm bing, here. Bing. I'm here. Oh wow! I, I that's Let's meet up. Let's I meet love up. it. I love it. I love it. And because I stop as soon as I leave, I almost I say my aura feels better. I feel grounded. Uh, I I swim Puget Sound year round, but there's something about salt water. There's something about green trees, and your eyes love it, right? Just being in nature. So if you want to be healthy, it's called the prescription is take a walk in the woods. Walking is the best exercise. I love walking. And you toured Gail and I, my friend Gail Pickens. She's been on my show many, many times. And that's when you gave us uh, some meditations. And just do a few. People don't close your eyes or anything if you're driving down the road. No, oh, no. But can you do a few that sure. were simple? Well, my favorite meditation is a calm abiding meditation. In calm abiding meditation, you want to focus your mind on an object that you're going to concentrate on. So the this meditation, you focus on your breath, your inhalation, exhalation of your breath. And now you're giving your mind a job to do. So you're going to count up how many breaths you have. And I'd like to do it in 60 seconds, but if you don't have 60 seconds, you can do 30 or 15 seconds or two minutes. And an inhale and an exhale would be one. An inhale, exhale would be two. That's how it goes. Very simple. Just count your breaths. The neat thing about the breath is that you're physically connected. You can feel the breath coming into your body. Maybe you can feel the sensation on your upper lip. And you breathe normally. This is not a contest to see how slow you can breathe. You just breathe normally. You can do this with your eyes open or closed. So this is a meditation you can actually do uh, at a stoplight and keep your eyes open, pay attention, and you can just do those breaths and start counting them up. Uh, my son and I went to his holiness, the Dalai Lama's 80th birthday in New York City several years ago, and his holiness talked for 25 minutes about this one meditation and its physical benefits, its psychological benefits. 
And he said, if you practice it, see if you can count to 21 breaths. And then he said, when you can count to 21, see how high you can count. See how many breaths you can count without getting distracted. And the neat thing about focusing on your breath is that maybe something comes in, but you just keep focusing on your breath and the thoughts just fade by and uh, just don't follow them away. If you lose your count, just start all over again. And I use it when I wake up in the middle of the night and I start listening to my breath, breathing, and then I go back to sleep. That's a beautiful meditation. So easy to do. And just listening to your breath. It's like listening to the rain a little bit and it just takes your mind off maybe your thoughts and just breathe. It's good that if something, somebody's pressing your buttons or you're getting triggered, you can kind of excuse yourself and just go do a 60 seconds of breaths and count them up and it just lowers your heartbeat, lowers your blood pressure, gets you back to center. I was a, a practicing hypnotherapist and a Reiki master and they'd, they'd come into my office after work. I'd lay them on the table and I'd say, take three deep breaths. And they're like, whoa, I feel better. I go, because you weren't breathing. Yeah. <laughs> they literally were so stressed out that their chest wasn't rising and falling they, or, or their belly. They just, there was no breath at all. Breathing up here too high and just breathing. And that's why meditation, yoga, taking a walk in the woods, and, and heavy breathing, you know, make yourself exercise, move. Movement is so important right now because it's getting cold and people don't want to go outside. Yeah, you can do the breathing meditation walking. So you can do a walking meditation. And then there was another one you did about killing your thoughts. Yeah, so the other one is that you focus on your thoughts. So what's a thought? A thought is any sensation, a feeling, uh, anything you put a word to or your mind kind of grasps, you know, you think of Fort Townsend, Fort Townsend, or you think of what you're going to do next. All of those are thoughts. And uh, what you do then is you count up how many thoughts you have. So just the fact actually now of watching your thoughts and counting your thoughts will reduce the number of thoughts you have. The problem I think around the world right now is people think their glass needs to be filled with thoughts all the time. These meditations are designed to empty the glass of thoughts so you have fewer thoughts. And over time, you want to get it so you have space between your thoughts where you are having no thoughts, no feelings, no perceptions, not even no consciousness. And that's where you really want to end up because that's when you start feeling really happy. And some people, like, I'm driving down the road, like, what do you think? I'm like, I don't think I'm thinking anything because I, I, I spent a year, it's called a mastership of your mind, and I had a, a bad divorce. And every time I thought about it, my stomach got sick and I felt bad. And my voice said, well, just stop thinking about it. And so I did. It was always on Cama Beach, walking in the bluff trail. And over about a year, I got to a point where I was seeing the blue sky. I was looking at the trees. I was present. And then that's when my stomach started hurting, stopped hurting. And it's because I was making myself sick with my thoughts. So what do we do? We just stop thinking, but it's, it's a practice. It's important to fill your, your mind with virtuous, ideally spiritual, at least wholesome thoughts, as many as possible, and avoid the negative thoughts and the negative feelings. And because I work with the chakras, and I, as I'm walking in the woods and I'm present, uh, certain thoughts elevate your energy, certain thoughts lower your energies. And so I call my show Lift Your Spirits, because the more you lift your energy, well, the bigger your aura is, and I believe you attract different, it's like a multiverse, you attract a whole different world when you're vibrating at a different level. So worrying, I say, is praying backwards. You're literally putting thoughts in your mind for things you never want to happen. As you think, so you become. <laughs> there you go. And are you, you're a Buddhist? I am. Tell us about Buddhism. 
Well, I practice uh, Tibetan Buddhism at Sakya Manasara Tibetan Buddhism in Seattle. Uh, Buddhism is it's an all-around kindness, love, and compassion. It has a wide variety of spiritual practices that are designed to uh, help you achieve Buddhahood, to help you to become a Buddha, to help you become enlightened. Uh, but more practically speaking, these are all spiritual practices designed to help you be centered, calm, kind, and uh, working to make others happy. I saw the Dalai Lama twice. <clears throat> One with Desmond Tutu. It was one of the most amazing moments of my life because they asked him really intense questions, but he always came from his heart and answered in such a simple, sweet way. And it was politics and it was things like that, but he just seemed to be very own and very open-hearted. And it was the compassion uh, tour. That's when I, I believe he came through. But I love Buddhism. Isn't it the middle, middle way? It's a middle way. Uh, it's a very beautiful path. It's not religious. It's much more of a uh, spiritual, a way of leading a spiritual life. And I like it too because I kind of want to let, let's not have any possessions to, I had a big house, so now I'm on the no possessions. But I realize I have certain things that I, sacred things that I do want to put up on my wall. There are certain things I do want to keep. So I'm kind of penciling back to like, it's okay to have some stuff and not being over there with the big walk-in closet with clothes I'll never wear. But there are cer certain sacred things that I want to keep. Something my kids made me, but I was trying to get down to nothing. So there's something in the middle. Well, my teacher, His Holiness, Jigal Dakshin Sakya, once told me that money's not good or bad. It's what you do with it that counts. And you could make an, or sanctuary, which really makes a difference. You could, yes. And so if people want to, uh, they can volunteer or, or donate? Uh, the main main uh, area, if there are some gardeners who would like to don donate some time, that would be great to help keep some of the sacred spaces weeded. Uh, we're also looking for uh, people to help sponsor memorial trees um, and to uh, actually just come on up and uh, visit or come and uh, do a spiritual retreat at the Earth Sanctuary Retreat Center. Ah, and I stayed there, and I think it's perfect for a one-day retreat. If you wanted to, a few people could spend the night, but you could have people come from the ferry or drive in. It's big enough for something I would love to do, like a Reiki circle with um, like a workshop and have dinner. Yeah, it's we have people kitchen. who rent the retreat center for a day to have a class or a workshop or something like that. Yes. And if they wanted to stay, because I think it sleeps three or four, how many? Four well, months? there's two bedrooms. It, it can hold at maximum six, and that means some of the people need to sleep on the floor or on a sleeping bag or something like that. And it's in my mind's eye because it's a great uh, place to have, for me, a workshop and also have food, but then everyone go off by themselves and just meander into the Earth Sanctuary. Right. It's right on the Earth Sanctuary grounds, and it's uh, been doing really well. We're you know, really nicely booked here, and even in December. So it's, uh, we have a lot of repeat retreatants, and uh, we just love to have people come, and we just get the most wonderful people who come to do their spiritual practices. And what's the website? EarthSanctuary.org. And you have a beautiful Facebook page. Because if I can't be here, I can watch other yeah. people planting trees. Well, and we stuff. have Facebook and Instagram. Both of those are the Earth Sanctuary. The Earth Sanctuary. So we're going to take our, uh, one more break, and then I want to talk about winter solstice. Okay. All right. You're listening to Lift Your Spirits. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
Feeling the need to get away and reconnect with Mother Nature? Located on Whidbey Island, Earth Sanctuary is a peaceful and magical sculpture garden, nature reserve, and retreat center with two miles of nature trails, three bird-filled ponds, and a variety of powerful sacred spaces, including a labyrinth, stone circles, and medicine wheels. Come and enjoy the wonders of nature and experience personal renewal, spiritual growth, and healing today. Visit earthsanctuary.org or the Earth Sanctuary on Facebook for more information. Are you feeling blocked? Are you frustrated or confused? If so, take some time to stop and step off the treadmill so you can receive the guidance and the support you need to take your life in a new direction. A client of mine called me a personal trainer for the body, the mind, and the spirit, and she added, Dina Marie does not heal you. She gives you the tools you need to heal yourself. If you're ready for a change, I'm here for you. In person, our phone sessions are available by appointment. Visit dina-marie.com to connect with me today. Curious about whales in the Pacific Northwest? Orca Network's Langley Whale Center celebrates and shares the lives of gray whales, orcas, and other marine mammals of the Salish Sea. The Langley Whale Center is a project of Orca Network, a nonprofit that is based on Whidbey Island. The Langley Whale Center gives Orca Network the opportunity to have a public presence to share the excitement about the whales and marine mammals who are our neighbors. The Whale Center in Langley gives visitors and residents alike a chance to to learn more about the endangered southern resident orcas who visit our area and about the North Puget Sound gray whales, a small, unique population of gray whales who find sustenance in the waters of Saratoga Passage and Possession Sound each March through May. Check out the Orca Network and Lingley Whale Center on Facebook for the latest whale sightings, educational programs, and events, or visit orcanetwork.org for more information. You'll be glad you did. Some people know a good thing when they hear it. Alternative Talk 1150. You're listening to Lift Your Spirits with Dean Marie, and I am on location with Chuck Pettis from the Earth Sanctuary on beautiful Woodby Island. Beautiful day. Uh, I want to talk about the winter solstice that's coming tomorrow, this weekend. Yay. So the winter solstice is uh, the, the shortest day and the longest night. It's particularly noticeable here in the Pacific Northwest because now we're having such short days and such long nights. Uh, it is a time of shifting from a time of darkness to now the return of light to the return of new beginnings uh, of leaving the darkness, going into the light. It's a special time to do a ceremony to uh, talk about how you're going to transform yourself. I think the winter solstice is actually probably better than kind of a New Year's Year resolution because the winter solstice has been a holiday since perhaps the beginnings of time. And it is, uh, it's so connected to the earth and the sun and uh, the earth and the planet we live on. And, and that's what I think we're missing too is ritual. So we always do some... Uh letter writing and we burn it on the fire and then we set intentions for the next coming year. Uh, that's what I've been doing for, gosh, 15 years. We do winter solstice instead of Christmas. I don't give gifts. And I have to say that this is really cute because my grandson's like, where's my Christmas present? And I said, well, Ethan, I don't do Christmas because he's older now and he expects a gift. And he, I go, I give the gift of experiences. And he says, well, what's that? And I said, remember when I took you whale watching? You spent the night with your friend and we went out for ice cream and then we made a fort on the beach. And he goes, 
oh yeah, I get it. <laughs> because experience is something he's going to remember forever. Probably not the toy I bought him or the, the video game or whatever he wanted. So I thought it was really neat at nine he understood what I am and why nice. I do what I do. But uh, yeah, having my friends come out and, and setting our intentions and eating and, and having a good time. But also, I like the fact that we're in nature because we're going to be right there on the water. So celebrating the return of the sun. And I just kind of put it together because someone was on my show last week and talked about how Santa Claus is the older man. And then you have the baby, Jesus. So it's kind of like the old Capricorn man moving out and then bringing in the sun. The return of the S-O-N, S-U-N. Return of the light. Yes, here comes the sun. Yep, and here is Christmas. So it's kind of like, it's it's all the same thing, but I just like going back down to the the sun and, and looking at the, the, the seasons. And actually, I also have hibernating holiday, which is the no moon. That's actually Christmas this day, this year. So it's the no moon where you're really not meant to run around and get all crazy. You're meant to just settle in. They called it uh, the bear hibernating, right? And go... Go within. That's what this time of year is about. For me, anyways. Great. So how do you celebrate? Uh, we're going to uh, burn some prayer flags on the winter solstice. At the Earth Sanctuary? Mm hmm Wow. And that's every year? Just this year. Just, uh, yeah, just for this year. It's not a regular annual event. And why would you burn them? Uh, because that's the best way to dispose of them. Okay. Go right back down to the earth, ashes to ashes. Well, all I know is if you're, I, my, my mind goes wondering, if you really wanted to take your kids on um, school va vacations coming up, we got two weeks, you can come to Woodby Island, take the Muckleteal Ferry, you can do Deception Pass, or there's the ferry to, from Coopville to Mount, to Port Townsend. Yeah. There's three ways to get on this island, but to have a day out away from the television, away from the stuff, Earth Sanctuary would be a great place to go, and maybe Double Bluff. Double Bluff, actually, I would also recommend EB Landing has a beautiful trail there that goes up above the cliffs and it has an incredible view of Sundawaka uh, Strait and it's a very, very special, beautiful trail. And you can um, get a Discover Pass for EB, but that's one of the most beautiful early morning hikes I've ever done. And there's a nice beach that you can go down and sit on by the water. Uh, you can walk back on the beach, so the, you can walk up on the bluff then go down and walk back to your car on the beach. And then uh, Double Bluff, you, it's dog friendly? It's very dog friendly. And what else, what else favorite thing that you like to do on this island? Well, I'd recommend people go to Langley. Uh, it's a beautiful town and a lot of shops and restaurants and so forth. The wineries and distilleries are very popular. Deception Pass uh, State Park is really popular. The Well Center, Langley Well Center. Great. Orca Network, you go there and it's uh, family friendly. You go in there and learn about whales and whales aren't coming through right now. Not as much as they were, but you can't, or maybe you could ring the bell just for the fun, but you get people mad at you. But yeah, I, I usually go through Deception, go through each little stop, like Coopville's beautiful this time mm -hmm. of year. Uh, Captain Woodby, I like to stop there too, just because the view is so gorgeous of Mount Baker. But uh, yeah, Woodby and Camano Island, Island County. Uh, Sherry Wyatt uh, kind of got me connected to you guys on Woodby, but Camano's my expertise. And so what we'll be doing is at Center for Wooden Boats, uh, I will have the Boatman's Cabin. They have Winterfest, and they're hiding clue balls, and so they're going to have those glass floats. So there'll, there's like 10 of them. Mm. <laughs> you could win a glass 
float made by Mark and Marcus Ellinger. But the most important thing is your kids are going to be out in nature. You know, they're going to be out and about. And they have Santa Claus. They have a fire. They have music. Uh, but Center for Wooden Boats is a nonprofit on Camino Island. And we actually are like only 10 miles away when you go to Freeland. But uh, that you need a boat. So you can see it. And we see Baby Island just like you guys do from Freeland. But uh, it's one of those things where Camino Island and Island County are, are very... Uh, I don't want to say sacred, but because of the Native American energy and the Saratoga Passage, I just think that if you guys don't know what uh, Island County is, go online, check it out, and then either make your way to Woodby or Camino Island Winter Solstice. Yay. Yay. So any any words for people driving in their car going way too fast and in a hurry? Uh, breathe. <laughs> uh, be compassionate of all the people who are stressed out. So if somebody's tailgating you, take a deep breath and move over and let him get by. Um, and do something to make someone else happy. That's really the key to happiness is to make other people happy. When I was in high school, I was into Anne Rand. Anne, is, Anne Rand is the priestess, if you will, of egotism. And what I found out through Buddhism is that I have better happiness when I make someone else happy mm -hmm. than when I make myself happy. So I think Finding some way to make other people happy or one person in your life happy is a great blessing and uh, helps make the world a better place, particularly in these traumatic, stressful times. And I found when uh, someone said I was a volunteer-holic one time, and they asked me in an interview, and I said, it's because that's where all the good people are. So every time I volunteer, I meet a new friend. They become lifelong friends. But you also have something in common, which makes your relationships uh, healthier and stronger. But yeah, every time you give to someone else, you're taking your mind off of maybe your own issues. And that's really give. And you, out, you will receive in, in just a whole different way. And that's what Christmas should be about. And that's the best karma you can do. Because if you want happiness, you need to make other people happy. If you need money, you should give some, be generous and give money to others. Because what you do for others is what you're going to get in the future. He's called it karma. And I, I really believe that. And that's why I think there's time. Because sometimes I do things I don't know why I do it. Because Spirit tells me to. And, you know, five years down the road, someone said, that day you spent that time with me changed my life. And it's happened so many times for me. And, and you, it just means you just stop, pay attention, slow down. And my inner voice will say, talk to the stranger next to me. And then that stranger, you know, comes back and says, it was a really important time that you took with me. Good for you. And Good. so that walk in the woods, you get perspective and you have your inner voice talking to you. It is magical. That's what Chris, it's magical. So how did I get to Center for Wooden Boats at Solstice? It was just a weird thing, but it's something I wanted. And my friend was so giving to me about a week ago. And she said just last night, my, my all favorite thing is what I wanted to do is get winter solstice at Camino Island State Park. I go, I have a cabin. So she gets to join me. But that was like a little kid getting her wish because she, you know, she was sh uh, short on funds, so she couldn't do it. So I feel really happy that somehow I got it and I get to share it with someone else. Nice. So and then there's dancing because she says she never dances and there's music. So I think it's a win-win situation. So yeah, get perspective, stop, get off the treadmill, spend time in Mother Nature, and in this holiday season, look at things differently because you know what, life is too short to be at a mall. Spending money you don't have, because after Christmas, you have to put all that stuff away. And then we have to have storage units. It seems crazy to me. So take a walk in the woods. I want to thank you for joining me. One more time, it's earthsanctuary.org. And you are Chuck Pettis. And if you want a tour, you can call and check him out. And he'll take you for a tour like you do with us.
Stay tuned. We'll be right back with more. You're listening to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie. Need to get away? Spend a day in Snohomish at Reflections Reflexology and Spa with mother and daughter team Peggy Miller and Mira Love. They will help nurture your body, your mind, and your spirit while you relax, receiving that much-needed time away from your everyday activities. Like Reflections Reflexology and Spa on Facebook to schedule a customized massage, reflexology, or Reiki session today. Because you know, you deserve it. Get away for the day to the Center for Wooden Boats on beautiful Camino Island. The Center for Wooden Boats is a registered 501c3 nonprofit that promotes Northwest maritime heritage through education, interpretation, and hands-on experience in building, maintaining, and using historic small craft. The Cama Center for Wooden Boats is located at Cama Beach State Park on Camino Island, 60 miles north of Seattle and is easily accessible by bridge. Rent a boat or spend the day walking more than 6,000 feet of beach and enjoy the sweeping views of Saratoga Passage, Whidbey Island, and the Olympic Mountain Range. Visit cwb.org, that's cwb.org, online for hours of operation, how to rent the waterfront boatman's cabin, and get volunteer or membership information. Parking is provided by Camba Beach State Park, and a Discover Pass is required. Plan your adventure today. Lift your spirits with us every Friday at 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. on 1150 a.m. KKNW Seattle. We will be introducing you to fascinating people, fun places to visit, and activities are guaranteed to lift your spirits. Miss a show? No worries, you can visit 1150kknw.com and click on our archive page or like Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie on Facebook for upcoming guests and events. To contact me, Dina Marie, visit dina-marie.com. Thank you so much for listening. Alternative Talk 1150, online at 1150kknw.com. Thank you for listening this morning. You're listening to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie. I thank you all for listening. I've had a lot of people reach out to me via Facebook and emails. And it's been, gosh, I think it's been six and a half years that I've been doing the show. And I really love to share some of the amazing people I know. And also some of the things I've learned, being 55, almost 56, that life is so amazing when we actually take time to experience it fully and that's why I always say you know step off the treadmill get out there and and enjoy mother nature slow down Uh, one it helps your health and makes you healthier so again we're at that time of year where I remember buying things I didn't have money for I remember running around to three or four different houses in one evening Um, I remember the day after Christmas having so much stuff in my house I didn't know what to do with it I either had to return it or, you know, some of the stuff my kids just didn't want. And it turned out to be so uh, insane. And so years ago, I canceled Christmas and I decided I'm just going to give the gift of experience. And it's been one of those weeks where I decided I'm just going to stop in or visit people I love. And I went to Snohomish and stopped by Little Shop of Lights and talked to Stacy. I went to 
Gorilla Bites and had a, a nice visit with Anne, Anne, Annie the owner, or I spent the night with three friends this week. I made Christmas cookies with my favorite family. And it was, I think the highlight was being there in person. And it was more than something physical that I could take home and, and store at my house. But I really need to walk the talk. So the lesser more lifestyle, not buying from the corporations. And I always say, you know, if you are going to buy gifts, buy the gift of an experience. Uh, buy a, a massage. Buy something that is going to give back not only to the person you're giving it to, but you're also supporting uh, small businesses, which we really need to think twice about everything we purchase. And it gets a little bit overwhelming, you know, thinking about what you're doing all the time, but that's being conscious. So this holiday season, I encourage everyone to give the gift of health uh, experiences, uh, volunteering. You can donate. You can take your kids down uh, and spend maybe a day doing nothing, you know, turn off the television, put away the phones. I can guarantee you're going to go home and you're going to be different people compared to, you know, going, maybe returning things after Christmas because the school break is out, going next to the water. And I love the song, Follow the Sun. I've been playing that through breaks. I play it a lot during the winter time. That's a song by Clint McEwen. You can look him up on Facebook, uh, Clint McEwen Music, I believe. And he has some songs that they lift my spirits, you know, and it reminds me how important the earth is and mother nature. And I think ultimately that's why I do what I do is because I want to have this beautiful earth maintained for my children, my grandchildren. And so that's why I do what I do. And, and that whole less is more lifestyle. So I'm really excited to be by the water's edge, which would be at Cameron Beach State Park this Friday, Saturday and Sunday. I will be uh, there Friday, really early, and if anybody wants to do a chakra reading with me and come out for the day, Kama Beach Cafe is open. I could send you on your um, own uh, path to take a hike into one of my favorite trails. You could uh, join me again for a reading or a cup of coffee and see me in person, and then Savannah Woods will be there later, and she'll be playing some music. We'll be doing some uh, intentions and some also letting go which to me is like writing down the things that no longer serve you and then we're going to burn them and then we're going to sit down and do the things that we'd like to accomplish in 2020 and because I'm in a nine year I'm really going to be letting go of a lot of things uh Friday night and then I'll also be setting my intentions for a one year what do I want to do for the next year what do I want to accomplish what are the things that are most important to me and bring me uh the most life and Make, what makes my heart sing and what lifts my spirit so that basically you could do this at home by yourself write down the things that you'd like to let go of have a little ceremony burn it and then sit down with yourself and ask yourself what would you like to do in 2020 and put that somewhere and tuck it away and see if the universe starts to kick in and, and bring you synchronicity and bring you those things so Kama Beach uh Kama Beach foundation.org is where you can go for what's going on at the park this week Friday is Shaka Readings again. Savannah Woods will play some music. Saturday is so full of stuff to do. We have the uh, Glass Quest that comes in February, the Great Northwest Glass Quest, which is where you look for clue balls. And when you get a clue ball, you can go <clears throat> to one of the businesses in Kamano or Stanwood, and you can get a hand-blown glass float by Mark and Marcus Ellinger from Glass Quest. And I just found out because I didn't know, but I'm really excited to be there because they're going to hide 10 of them. And I know the path that they're going to be on. So it's highly likely that somebody I know is going to, to win one of these uh, Glass Quest floats. And I'm really excited for that. 
So that's all day long at Cama Beach State Park. We need a park pass, which is $10 for the day, $30 for the year. I always encourage people to do the year because you can come back because you're going to love it there. Um, I'll be volunteering at the boat building, which I've done before. Three weeks ago, I made friends with a family, and they're going to come out and visit me again. They're living in Seattle, and they just enjoy coming out for the day. You know, going north, the traffic is not as hard as going south. So we have Santa Claus coming. We have a Yule Fire. We have uh, treats for everybody, cookies. Also, it's crabbing season. If you're brave enough to go out in the water, Center for Wind Boats will set you up with a boat. A trap. You can get your license at the uh, at the Elder Bay Grocery Store, and that's right up the road. And maybe you already have a crabbing license, but you can come out for that. That goes till January. But this Saturday, lots going on in Camino Island. If you'd like to come out, we also have music at the end of the night, which I'm pretty excited about. And uh, there'll be a band playing up at Cama Beach Cafe, the Camino Center, and that's an adult thing with music. And we'll have uh, some beverages, adult beverages. Uh, one of the favorite bands on the island. And we also have um, that day, I'll be doing readings from, again, from 3 o'clock to about 6 o'clock, and then we'll go up and do the music. We have a Yule Fire, like again, Santa Claus, a toy drive, food drive, uh, kind of so much going on that the day will go really, really fast. And then Friday, I mean Sunday, we'll be basically, I'll be staying at the cabin, so I'll be doing shaka readings again in the um, early morning afternoon. And then we'll be doing a Reiki circle. And I'm really excited to start this solstice uh, year, almost 2020, on a positive note with friends and family, doing the things I love to do and being out in nature. So I really just want to say we have a lot of power, more power than we think we do. And it just starts by making decisions that will benefit our health, but also the earth. And being in nature is probably, again, I say it all the time, but it's probably the best thing I've ever done is just stopping. I don't buy things like I used to. In fact, I rarely go into a store unless it's to buy food. So uh, it's been a strange uh, ride for me for about the last eight years and making sure each year I, I learn more about the lesser more lifestyle and also, I tried to go too far in that direction. So it is good to have something that you cherish and keep. And that's what I learned this this season. Uh, I was with my grandson, and he, he I spent the night with them. And he comes in right before bed, and he gives me this decoration for a Christmas tree. I don't have one, but he was so cute. And he goes, I bought this for you. And I, th- I thought, how sweet. So then I saw it and it said grandpa on it <laughs> and I, I can guarantee he and I that is going to be the best thing I will I will keep that and cherish that forever and it's it's the, it's that was an experience he spent his own money at school his uh, mom didn't know that he bought it and so I'm going to keep that grandpa decoration I'm going to put it in my car so also this time of year people uh, start to run on empty I get a lot of people in January that are in need of some healing and so at this point I'm going to be doing online uh, sessions uh, by phone sessions or in person you can reach me at dina at dina-marie.com you can give me a call at 425-350-5448 like me on Facebook lift your spirits with Dina Marie or Dina Marie and also if you go to my website you can reach all of those and that's dina-marie.com so I would love to hear from you uh, if you're feeling overwhelmed and burned out uh, especially come January you can give me a call and uh, we can set up a session 
Uh, I, yeah, I usually wait for everyone to get through the holidays and it's about January 15th where everybody really needs a pick me up. So that's, I kind of saved myself for that time and uh, I would love to do a session with you. So you can contact me on my website. Uh, I just want to actually read something to you. I read this to myself probably every three months, uh, because there's a lot going on in the world right now. And this always seems to encourage me, inspire me. So I'm going to read transformation. Light does not conquer darkness by pushing the darkness out of the way. Rather, the light comes into the darkness and transforms it with brilliant positive energy. In the same way, the obstacles in life are not conquered by fighting them on their own terms or attempting to push them out of the way. The best way to move past a difficult situation is to transform it with positive and productive energy. No matter how much you push against the darkness, it will not go anywhere. Yet the moment you shine your light, the darkness is no more. When you fight against your problems, all it usually accomplishes is to make them stronger and give them more validity. That's certainly not what you would ever intend. Instead, seek to transform those problems, those difficult situations, by virtue of your own positive values and efforts. Focusing on what you're working toward is far better than obsessed with whatever you think you're against. Rather than struggling against the situation, Give the best you have to it. Rather than fighting the darkness with more darkness, transform the darkness by letting your light shine. And that's Ralph Marston. And love that uh, little saying I post on my Facebook page probably four times a year. But right now we need to focus on the light. It's winter solstice. It's going to get lighter come next week. And let's just give that uh, light a chance to shine. So I invite you back next week for more people, places, and activities that will lift your spirits. Everyone